comes a time when you get turned around and life itself just wears you out but you keep getting ready for the big parade oh you shine your shoes and you fake a smile salute the players with that famous style cause keeping up Kept you in chains I was thinking that if you know a way out Then I'd like to go with you And we can put our light candles under that paper bowl They just don't know anything at all They just don't know anything Jams and big TVs and hips just trapped in their own irony. But you finally think about settling down. Oh, you quit your job and you sell your car. You burn your clothes and pray to the stars. Cause you swore to God that you'd never end up this way. I was thinking that if you know a way out, then I'd like to go with you. And we can burn our light candles under that paper door. They just don't know anything at all. They just don't know anything at all. This is Susan Marie and you are listening to This Is Not The Apple and what I was just playing was uh, an unreleased 
track from Our Lady Peace, their seventh studio album, Burn, Burn, that will be released on July 21st. You were just listening to Paper Moon, which is just, Paper Moon is its, its delicate elegance. And who I have here with me today is... Rain Maida from Our Lady Peace. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? Very good. I'm very excited about this CD. Um, I absolutely love it. I love what you guys are doing. And um, I'm just going to quickly go on. If you guys are unfamiliar with Our Lady Peace, and, and you guys have done so much, they um, this is their first album, studio album since 2005, but you guys self-produced it at your studio in L.A., right? We did, yeah. We just took a, you know, definitely worked with some great producers over the years, but... Um, I think we just felt like this was a time to kind of get back to just trusting our own instincts, and so it was just the four of us in a room, you know, recording a record, and it was a pretty amazing experience, kind of liberating to be in that situation, and um, we own the record, so it's, it, yeah, it's just good all around the way we chose to do it. Well, you can tell because, like, uh, listening to listening to your tunes, this is what I see bringing back is, um, especially in Paper Moon. I this is I just I love this tune. Paper Moon to me is like one where um, you're going to reach out to the to the to the crowds that energy. You know, you're bringing that back, and that's what I really love because I see that missing a lot from. I'm going to say mainstream. I, I see a lot of solo artists or whatnot going on it. And you guys are taking like, hey, we're four guys. We're playing music. This is what we want to do. You're bringing it like back down simple. And I love that because it really, really needs to be done. I feel like, um, okay, do you remember like, uh, I, I don't know, I'd say from like the age of 13 to 20 something, it was like all pop and rap and everything. And I love all music. Yeah. You remember that? And there was yeah. like really nothing. And then came that whole Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, OLP, um, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. That whole thing, I mean, listening to that, I was like, oh, my God. It was like rebirth, total rebirth. So I'm seeing this is what's almost needed again, and you guys are providing that. What I love is that you guys are at a spot that you're able to do that. Because like, I know tons of tons of bands, but they're not really there yet. So you're like forging a path here, which is really, really needed. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think, I think what what was great about, um, you know, back in the the early '90s with music was it, you know, and and even someone like Brendan O'Brien who we worked with, who did a lot of those Pearl Jam records and, and STP and stuff, there was a real live element to that music. You know, it wasn't um, manufactured at all. It was it was very natural and organic, and it made for those bands. You know, that's why Pearl Jam is still one of the biggest bands around because they they were able to you know, really just keep that live thing going. And they're just, you know, they're one of the greatest live bands around still. So, Very much so. There, there's something to be said for that. And I think that's, that's kind of where we were going for this, was just to really find that place, even though it's in a studio, but where everyone was comfortable and we could record these songs live. And I think that's, that's what happened with this record. It is, it's basically a live record. You know, there are, I'm not going to lie, there are some, some, um, some overdubs, but the the essential, the, the the basis of this whole record, eighty percent of it, is really just the four of us in a room playing together, and you know that's that's something that we were able to capture. And I don't know if, if different circumstances, if we would have been able to do it like that. Well, you can tell. I mean, because the energy that I feel when I'm listening to these tunes, you can tell that. You can tell that you can feel that energy, and that's what I love. You could hear it in the guitar and the bass and the drums and your vocals. Um, you could feel what you're singing. You feel you're feeling it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, so if definitely. that's what you meant to project, that's very much. Um, there's something about Paper Moon. I just, oh, my gosh, I'm in love with this tune. I am. Yeah. I mean, we love it as well. You know, Steve, our guitar player, just wrote a thing on our on our website, a, a little blog about that song, because we put a little clip up 
for fans to hear. And it's, you know, it was it was one of those moments where he just started soloing halfway through the song, and we just we're looking at each other in the studio, and you know, if it would have been like the structured format of the way that song would have went, then it wouldn't ever have ended up as special. But we were just kind of looking at each other, the tape was rolling, and just kept going, and he just kept going, and it's just one of those really pure, you know, when you talk about the magic of music and and that that moment you know we were able to capture that in that song and it's i think everyone's really proud of that that moment oh no well i mean um that's what you're that's what it's all about i mean i was reading um it was in i believe the montreal gazette in canada yeah Yeah, and that's really that's a great interview and i was reading there and it was on truth in music you were talking about you pretty much just said that you said when you're idealistic and you're doing it in your basement or your garage or you get that feeling that you play those chords and you sing and you're like wow this is moving you know that i mean that's what as as an artist that's what you kind of go for but you know i think a lot of times it gets lost in, in the sense when you're in different circumstances with producers or you know you're paying for studio time and and you just you know you that stuff becomes almost as important as the music because even if you don't want it to or, or realize it, but it ends up taking a toll because essentially, you know, what we were able to do recording at my place, and it's a full-on studio. I have all old vintage gear, but there's just there was no constraints whatsoever. Like, there was nothing to say no. There was no one oh, here wow, to say no, and there's no nice. reason for us not to try something again or just do it the way we wanted to. And, and that's just, you know, it's, it, we're really fortunate to be in that position. I don't take it lightly, but um, that's, that's the reason this record, I think, is as strong as it is. Well, very much so, because I would, I would imagine it's more relaxing. And again, you're not like, okay, you have four hours to do this, you know, kind yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah, it could exactly. be 2 a.m. and you're, you know, jam out a tune and then someone else starts writing a lyric. Hey, do all of you guys write lyrics or just you? No, I, um, I just I, I, uh, take on that burden. Okay, which I really, uh, the burden. Well, you know, it was interesting because I was thinking, you know, you're into poetry and everything also. Yeah. And um, and so am I. So I was thinking it's difficult as a poet to try to write lyrics. I find it difficult, but... Impossible. Yeah, isn't it? Because it's very, it's difficult, but music, music lyrics can be poetic very much so because yours are very much so. They're very poetic. They can. You just don't have the same kind of... Um Liberty, you know, you really kind of, you know, the, the, in, in a song, it's so structured and, and you just, you know, if you have a poem that you try to jam into a song, it usually gets compromised and cut up and, and you know, some of those thoughts get a little bit um, more vague, unfortunately. But, I mean, you know, the people that do, and I think I've done it a few times maybe over the course of our career where you're able to make a song that's really poetic, you know, then, then you're winning, you know, but it's not, it's definitely a lot more difficult and challenging than to just write a like a spoken word piece. Or, oh, exactly. Or I mean, cause I tried to do that before, and it's hard. I can't write lyrics, and they're not. You know, that's why I call you also a lyricist. When somebody says, "Oh, I wrote this," I'm like, "You're also a lyricist," because th- that is a whole other thing. I can't do that. You know, I've tried. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but it is something totally different. Um, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to, well, let me go on a, a couple things with Our Lady Peace. You guys surpassed platinum sales uh, status in Canada. You sold over 5 million albums worldwide, won four Juno Awards, uh, the Much Music Awards, and you've shared the stages. This is just amazing. Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, The Stones, Van Halen, Faith No More, The Goo Goo Dolls, Ramones, Stone Temple Pilots, and Al- Alanis Morissette, besides many other, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just, when you look at, what, like, around 95 you guys started? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, 
to, to have a career to span like this and I look at this as coming you know what I look I look at this as all as transformation well, I, you know, I mean I sometimes people say you know once you get past like 10 years sometimes the hardest thing is just to kind of stay together never mind making records you know so I think I think on an emotional level and like a spiritual and obviously musical level I think we've we're winning in the sense that we've been able to kind of keep it together and still stay inspired because sometimes that that's pretty tough to do as well. Well, yeah, because I mean, I was thinking, you know, when you're when you're put to the to the test there, especially in um, the music industry, the business of music, it's got to be very difficult sometimes to keep your morals and your ethics intact because. I sometimes walk that very fine line of this is what I believe in, but do I want to make some money? It, it's a very, you have to kind of, there's a, a balance there, and you, it's kind of crazy, you know? And, go ahead. No, you're right. I mean, it's, it's uh, especially these days in the music business, I think if you want to be in music, you have to be in it for the right reasons, because the money is not, you know, where it used to be. So a lot of, um, you know, a lot of dreams don't end up having the same, um, outcome unfortunately you know which is a weird thing to say but it's just kind of the truth so i think you know for us um we're lucky and really really honestly fortunate enough to have um the career that we do in the sense that we have a fan base already that's established and um you know we're it really allowed us to make this kind of record in the sense of um not having to worry too much about you know how many records we're going to sell or you know, we just have that kind of, um, I don't know, we have that control in our life, which is pretty amazing. Oh, it is. It's very nice because what I see, the whole this whole thing, like the whole, if I had to say one word about this, about burn, burn, it would be freedom. Yeah. That's oh, what I see. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I see. Total freedom. And I absolutely love that. And um, this was um, this was released on Warner Music's independent label group, but you guys produced, you guys own it. And that's a beautiful thing because so many musicians that I talk to, Today, I said it's important that you, you know, you, you could be a wonderful musician, but to know the business of music is a whole other ball game. Well, yeah, and I think, unfortunately, a lot of musicians these days are, it's, you know, it's by virtue of the way the business has gone, but you're forced to kind of be businessmen as well, you know, and exactly. that works great for Jay-Z, but I think for a lot of musicians, it's like, I don't want to. I don't want to have to know about that. I just want to make records. Exactly. You know, make songs. So right. it's kind of it's an unfortunate place that musicians are, and artists are put in these days, where they have to kind of do it all. And ultimately, that just takes you know, if you're sitting on MySpace, you know, for eight hours a day or ten hours a day of Facebook trying to get new fans, that's like eight hours wasted that you could have been getting better at guitar or or singing or writing songs. So exactly. Kind of yeah, it's kind of a weird place. Uh, now, for everybody to uh, get a hold of this, they can. Is it on July twenty first? Actually. Yeah, it comes okay. out on July 21st. On July 21st, just have everybody go to uh, OurLadyPeace.net? Yeah, that or iTunes or, okay. I mean, it will be in stores because we did, you know, we did a, a deal with, with ILG. Oh, very so, cool. Uh, yeah, and, you know, like you said, it, we own the Masters and it, it's our kind of deal, so it, it suits what, where we're at in our lives. And like you said, it's a freedom. That's really what this record's about. It's funny. So it is. I'm serious because that's what I saw. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, um, like, when I was going back to that time of, you know, when you guys all just first hit the scene. That was, like, I don't know, early 20s or something, I'd want to say. It was, like, 23 or something. Yeah. And it was, like, oh, my God. And what I was thinking of today is I can't compare it musically, but the feeling must have been like back when people like first heard Elvis and they're like, "Whoa, what's this?" You know, that's how I felt when I when I, in my early twenties because it was like literally ten or fifteen years of, and there were no radio stations either. Okay, there was like, oh, what was it, one hundred seven seven Toronto? Thank God for that. That station, and then um, the Bear or something in Buffalo. They were like the only things that played anything that resembled rock. 
Right. You know, so it was like, oh my gosh, and there was nothing. And I saw the whole scene back to that. Like, I was literally saying there's not one CD I would go out and purchase today. There isn't. And I love all music. It's just that it's getting, it was getting to that old, okay, what's, we, we, it just needs to be changed up. So when you guys come along with the CD and I listen, I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Four <laughs> guys on a stage playing instruments. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's just a long time coming. It's very needed because that whole, the whole live performance thing, that's what I miss. I mean, you come there, you feel like the bass drum in your chest. You know what I mean? That whole thing. It's true. No, you're right. I mean, there's that, and that's, that was the agenda when we talked about what kind of record we wanted to make, and it's it's really meant to be played live, and that's why this thing was recorded live, and that's why we really were, you know, kind of tough on ourselves to make sure that it, it never lost that virtue of being a live record and a live band, because that, you know, for for where we are in our careers, it's all about going to play live. So. Right, right. That's you know that was that was the the real reason for this record to be made was so we had something new that we could go play live and it's kind of that's you know that's the way it was for like the Who and Zeppelin I mean those right. they all made great records but it was all just so they could get out there and tour you know exactly exactly yeah exactly it wasn't so much about the records almost like yeah I think about things like that like oh man like all bummed out because you got to like spend time in a studio you know what I mean yeah kind of like exactly. why I want to be out with the people with the energy with that's the, what's and going that, on and that's where we're at and that's why we didn't. You know, we took our time with it, but we didn't belabor over things like in terms of production. It was like if if it didn't sound good coming out of the speakers when we were all playing in that room together, we kind of left it because it wasn't going to be that good anyway. If you have to, you know, it's like polishing, you know, how the phrase goes. If we had to do too much afterwards to try to get it to sound good, then it wasn't worth doing. Exactly. And that's that's one thing, too, that I like that you guys bring it back to um, is, is, like, simple, simple. Like, everyone's so focused on... You know this and that, and what I do, I need to do. You guys are like, just let's make some music, and you and you did, and that's when things like this happen. You know what I yeah. mean? When it's maybe not meant or pushed, and it's just supposed to happen as it is. I also see a lot in the lyrics, um, a lot of rebirth, transformation, full circle. A lot in the lyrics, a lot of spirituality, a lot of self-realization. Um, I really like that. Um, and I have to ask you, there's a thing with wings, angels, butterflies, birds. I notice this in like a lot of lyrics, um, song titles, t- even T-shirts on, on, on some of you guys. I see yeah. birds. with. I love that, though, because mm-hmm. that's important to me. And that's also where I see that freedom, that flight, that, you know, is that what you were going for, like that kind of connection? Well, I mean, when you go back to like the... If you have any background in poetry, those those images are always very strong. Whether mm-hmm. it was the beat poets or, you know, back to some of the more classic poets. But you know that that this imagery you're talking about is the freedom. It's like you know the phoenix rising again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's those types of things where it just felt very um, intrinsic to like the record that we were making. Like when you when you tapped on the whole freedom thing and, and us just having ourselves to answer to for the first time on a record. That's that's the stuff that kind of came to mind. It was just kind of um, it was never forced. It was just it was just existing in the room when I was writing lyrics the whole time because of that that freedom element. That's really nice. And when I write too, that's you don't realize it sometimes when I write. That's ever present. It's either birds flight, butterflies, angels wings, something like that. Yeah, it's always totally. present. And it's I think that's like generally as artists, you're always looking for that kind of freedom, you know? Yeah, and those images, you know, they're just so open and and they kind of. I think they're universal as well, which is nice. Oh yeah, very, oh, very much so. And um, the oh, I was reading something else too when you were talking about uh, you were talking about it was beautiful actually. You were talking about seeing um, the viewpoint from the perspective of your children. 
Mm-hmm. That's amazing because I totally understand that. It's like we get so busy. We get so busy in this world. And um, basically you were saying, this isn't your direct quote, but it was like you feel alive because you start to gain a little bit of their perspective. And they walk outside and they see a cloud that looks like a dinosaur. And I walk outside and say, my God, the things I see are terrible. But it's yeah. like a new life. And I understand that when you say, so when it's that pure you know, uh, with kids, it's so real. And, and I totally understand it because it is. Because it's almost, as sometimes as adults, we have to be taken down. Yeah. You know, and I understand what that is because I always, I'm so thankful for my son. And I go, wow, like he's teaching me. Well, I think, it, you know, I think life really is very easy to get caught up in too much and, and things get convoluted that way. But, you know, to the eyes of a child, a lot of time, you know, everything's much simpler. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the more you can simplify everything, uh, I think the better, and you know, whether it's the way we made our record, which is much simpler than anything we've ever done, or you know, the way um, you kind of look at look at the outside world. Uh, it's just, it's it's kind of less stress on you if you simplify things. I think in, oh, in yeah, one sense, definitely. and it's also it gets to the point quicker. You know, it's like if someone's hurting, you can sit around and bitch about you know why they're hurting, or 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 try to decipher the causes and. and it's just as, it's much easier and much more poignant to kind of just go help them. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You know what? Yeah, we try. We tend to confuse things a lot of times. I think very much so. And it's like uh, I, I will say a lot of times, like it's sometimes it's it's easier in theory and more difficult to apply. But once you actually do apply it, it's almost you step back and go, oh. Oh, okay, I get it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But for years, you may have been going, you know, hitting your head against a brick wall. But, you know, once you get to that point of, oh, this is what it's about, okay, I get it now. You know, but you have to go through a ton of experiences to get there. And that's what I see what you guys did. I mean, for everything that, you know, all of your albums, um, seven albums now, and uh, besides, you know, different DVDs. And you guys have a, a greatest hit set, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot. And this this new um, Burn Burn that's got 10 tracks on it, which is great. And um, uh, for everybody listening out there, Our Lady Peace is uh, Rain made on vocals and Duncan Coos on bass, Jeremy Taggart on percussion, and Steve Mazur. Is it Mazur? Major. Major. Yeah. I knew I would pronounce it wrong. Sorry yeah. about that, Steve. <laughs> uh, on guitar. And um, really in Paper Moon, he shines. Uh, the, the Both of you, you guys have this synergy going on in this tune. I don't know what it is. But I see with your vocals, um, how your vocal range is amazing in that. I absolutely love it. And then Steve is just, he's just going off on the guitar. And it's absolutely stunning. And then um, Jeremy and Duncan, they join in. And you guys, are, it's like cohesive. It's something really cohesive in there. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those special, special songs. And I think as soon as we recorded it, everyone was just, you know, you get that feeling where, wow, it's, you know how it's just going to be this animal live. So uh, we're actually, we, we have some shows coming up in the next couple of weeks, and I think, you know, that's definitely one of the songs that's going to be added on the record, on the new record into the playlist. So. Oh, God, I hope so. I'd love to yeah. see you guys perform that. And, um... Um, for some of your lyrics too and then your other tune all you did was save my life that one that, that's awesome I see that as like um, I could see that easily hit in the radio and going boom you know right away I could yeah. totally see that And but the, the lyrics I, I love it's like you looked at me as you walked in the room like a red sea split me open somehow knew these wings were stolen is that correct? yeah okay all you did was save my life and, uh, and then you all go together. I'm not dying. I mean, it's really, it's, it's really a call to like, you know, hi, we were here and now we're here and this is what we're doing, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what we were talking about before. It's, it's simplifying things, you know. Like you can you can be in a crowd, but some there's gonna be one person that can take a look at you and know that some shit's up, you know, and 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 is able to kind of just see through all the the garbage and mm-hmm. and just approach you and 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 maybe change the path that you're on, you know. And those are those times in your life, you know, when you could have gone. You can take one road or the other, and, and someone's influential in making you or helping you choose the right road. And, and those, you know, you don't look at it as probably as that heavy as like someone saving your life at the time. But looking back on those things, oh, yeah. I think we all have, the, all have those experiences in our lives where we look back and say, "Wow, man, my life could have gone in a way different direction if it wasn't for that person." Very much so. Isn't it scary sometimes? Because you think it's all free will and choice. Something as simple as if I didn't drive here today and you didn't pick up the phone, you know, who, you know what I mean? We're making. Who? What did somebody say to me today? Um, they said like, uh, you know, what we're creating today is our future, and that's so true. Every single choice we make. And I just, it's astounding. The world to me right now is just so wide open, Yeah. you know, and I just love it because like the attitude that I have, this is why I find positive. The positive in the music is just really great because that's another thing. What Another thing I'm, I, I'm tired of listening to is the negativity that's coming out in music, you know? Yeah, definitely. Oh man, because it's going to kids and then, you know, that's what kids are picking up and we need more positive out there. And this is positive, you know? Cool. Um, it's very, very much needed. And then um, Dreamland, I really, really love. I really, really love. And uh, in, in this is what reminded me of when you said you bring it down to a, a child's perspective. Because it kind of says, in Mystery Land, the kids are all right and the sky is blue. We all got wings. You know I love flying. I'm headed to the moon. The sun on my face, my head in the clouds, time on my side, my feet off the ground. I'm not coming down. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's about looking to, the, to that child's perspective. And like, like I said, you know, when they look up and, and see a dinosaur in the clouds, right, when we look at and see what's wrong with the world, it's like if you, can, if you can live through their eyes for a minute, you know, it just, it can change your day, it can change your week, it can change your life, you know. It has that ability to really just alter your perspective. And, and like you said, it, it, there's enough wrong today to mm-hmm. harp on what's wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Like people, you know, it's it's important to kind of. A friend of mine is a spoken word artist from Rhode Island named Jared Paul. He came on tour me with me when I was doing my solo record tour, and and he was, you know, he's a he's an activist. He's very political. You know, he was he just got out of jail a while ago. He was at one of the the Republican conventions, and and you know, unnecessarily was taken into custody and held. Um, you know, held in jail for four or five days. So he's, 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 he lives in that world where everything's really heavy all the time. Right, right. But he's the first guy to tell you is to celebrate, like, the great things, whether as small as they are. He's just like, you got to sell. We don't celebrate the good stuff enough. Very true. And that really kind of resonated with me. And he, and he said it a bunch because he, he was on our bus with, with me. Um, and, you know, just hanging around him and seeing someone who's so in it every day, but the fact that they can still celebrate the positive stuff is pretty cool. Right, and did you notice, like, I... I, I that's interesting, because I just had... Um, I was just speaking with Steve Kurtz, and he does a critical art ensemble, and he was, like, all messed up with the FBI and all this crazy... They mm-hmm. called him a terrorist. It was all... It was really craziness, but he was so calm... And I remember talking to him, and he was like, real calm and laid back and just okay and fine with things. And I admire that. And this sounds how your friend Jared is, too. Yeah, like, totally. It, it is something to really admire and to kind of, like, strive for, you know. So I, I'm kind of, I, it's not my mantra, but I really, I really kind of took what he said to heart. And it, it's amazing how um, when you do, you know, you celebrate the little things, and it's just like it's enough of a jolt every day 
to kind of balance you out, and it's it's really important. Very much. Now, did you want to talk a little bit about your private projects or your personal solo? I should say. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my solo thing. You know, when you talk about poetry, um, solo thing was was me getting back to that because you know I was always a huge beat poet fan, and I studied literature and and, and poetry and um, um, in college, and I, for whatever reason, it just always even creative writing. Like back when I was in grade three, um, I remember. For whatever reason, just loving that kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and loving writing. And then, like you said, you get into a band, and all of a sudden, there's song structure in a certain form you kind of had to adhere to. So, any of the poetry that I'd written, it was really tough to kind of fit in into songs. So, right. kind of got away from it for a while. And the solo record, it's it's really based on spoken word. And um, you know, the whole slam poetry movement that's been happening and kind of coming out of the underground now. Well, or at least it has been over the last five years. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I totally agree. And that I, stuff is so poignant and relevant. Oh, my and gosh, it's just, I know. It's almost more, um, it's more culturally significant than music right now, I think. Right, I agree. So, yeah, the solo record I made, I think it's it's very interesting musically, but it's there's a lot more words, you know, and it's more complete thoughts, and it's not as much metaphors as uh, as with Our Lady Peace. So it's, you know, it was just a different side of me that I was able to kind of get out. Now, where can everybody go to check out your solo work? Um, so, you know, it's on iTunes okay. uh, around the world. It's um, rainmeda.net uh, or rainmeda, you know, you type in that MySpace, there's just stuff on there. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it's interesting. I think, I think a lot of OLP fans were able to kind of digest it in a weird way, which I thought maybe they, they wouldn't, but, um, yeah, the shows, I did a bunch of shows in the U.S. and Canada, and I was, I was really amazed. They went over amazing. Well, that's good. And, and it's just a different thing as well, where I was, you know, different instruments. It's, it's never does it step on, you know, are these pieces toes. It's right, very right, different. Right. It's, it's more like beats um, and uh, violins and cellos and piano and acoustic guitar only. There's no electric guitar at all, so. Yeah, that's cool, though. I mean, like, because... I'd say out of out of all, all the artists I know, 50% of them are poets and writers. So this is why I'm bringing this up because yeah. for everybody out there, I want you to go and check out Rain's, what he's doing. Because like in Buffalo, we have, a, the poetic scene is crazy. I mean, right. there are just, oh my gosh, teeming with poetry, which I'm very grateful for. Um, all kinds of poetry where like if you see one venue you can go to and it, like, 10 people are doing 10 different things. You know, and yeah, I just, that's awesome. it is awesome. And, yeah. you know, so I try to get people to Buffalo and I'm like, oh man, we have a really great artistic scene going on here and uh, um, that's why I brought up also with the beats because like with Kerouac, Ginsburg, you say Blake and all these oh my gosh these are the, the writers I like could wish I could even remotely try to write like they did someday you know and yeah. what I love about them and like Dylan and everybody is is that again they had that freedom they they weren't calling themselves anything or really trying to do anything they were speaking their mind you know and that's how I look at it you know and uh, to carry that on is very important to me too as a writer because not a whole lot of people um, when I'll read something like that or, you know, um, they, they don't understand what the beats are unless they're maybe older or they live during those times. So to bring that forward is important to me, too. And to keep spoken word going is very important to me because when you look back, I mean, it's like that's years and years, like nomads. I mean, that's like the first form of, you know what I'm saying? Music Absolutely. and art. It, yeah, you know, it, it's well, always it there. Kind of, I think it was a lost art for a little bit. It's really, it's really coming back now, mm-hmm. which is exciting. You met Saul Williams? I did. I did a oh. show with Saul. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, we did a show together out here at UCLA at a benefit. Wow, he's just yeah. mind I mean, he's blown. like, you know, he's probably the Ginsburg of our time. Oh, definitely. That's it. I mean, he's just like, he's he just amazing. blows my mind. Yep, totally. It, um, Incredible. I mean, you talk about wings and, and all, you know, all the 
all those references that, you know, he, he definitely is in that zone. Mm-hmm. You know, the stars and the planets and mm-hmm. the spirituality, he's, that's where he comes from. So it's, he's, yeah, he's incredible. Anyone that doesn't know Saul Williams, definitely check him out. Yeah, no kidding. And now uh, his books, too, um, they're, they're, they're mind-blowing. Yeah. Literally, you sit there, you could go back to it. You could read it, like, 50 times and go back to it and catch something else and go, wow, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I, I wanted to get that out there also because that's important to me being a writer. And I like that you're also introducing it to the fans too because there may be a lot of, you know, uh, music fans that they don't know anything about poetry and writing. So that's a very cool thing too, you know. Well, definitely. I think, you know, a lot of times they exist separately, but for, for the artist that's making the music, it's, you know, they're pretty intrinsic to each other. I totally agree. And then, um, so you guys are going to be coming here, which is awesome, uh, July 3rd to one of our biggest uh, outdoor fests, which is the um, the Molson Park Canal Concert Series. And yeah. that's July, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, we haven't played Buffalo for at least a couple of years, so oh, we're very yeah. excited to get back. Oh, I, I can't wait, because it's, it's going to be awesome. It's It's been beautiful here, too. You guys are playing, what, 7? Seven? 7-ish, I think? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Is it that early? Um, I think it's 5.30 to 10.30. Okay. I'm not sure. I, look at me. I'm not even sure and I live here. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you, you know, I just, you know, as long as, long as somebody hands me a guitar, and <laughs> really stage, I don't really don't care what you're Get up on stage. Yeah. So, you guys, um, on July 3rd at the Molson Park Canal uh, Series, Our Lady Peace, they're going to, you guys are going to be performing your new album, I hope, right? A lot of it, yeah. Okay, I cool. mean, we'll definitely play a lot of our old hits, but, um, yeah, people are... Well, the four of us at least are very uh, excited. <laughs> the four of us at least. Song. Oh, this is great. And it, for anybody to check out information on that show, just go to canalconcerts.com. And then um, to Our Lady Peace. There's also MySpace, myspace.com, Our Lady Peace, OurLadyPeace.net. Yep. Your website, i got to ask you who does that website because it's absolutely, it's it's stunning. It's a pe- work of art itself because it's stocked with video music, little bits and pieces. I love it. It's really artistic. The, the photography, it's very cool. Yeah, well, we wanted to really, you know, again, it's like getting back to the freedom thing. We, we own this and this is just an extension of us so there's a lot of studio footage there's you know we're trying to uh, every week now we're putting up a new track from the record so it's just it's we want it to be very interactive and want people to feel like they're coming and uh, it's not some corporate thing it's this is, mm-hmm. this is us doing you know driving this website so it is what i like is that you guys put your studio sessions up there on video that was very yeah. cool yeah that was very cool and um yeah there's tons of things on their video music um oh i wanted to ask you about monkey brains that um, it, you really wrote that regarding the monarch butterflies. Yeah, you know, there's, there's it's an interesting story about the monarchs and just how they, uh, you know, over the course of like eleven or twelve months, for them to migrate south for the winter, um, you know, birds would fly south and then come back. A monarch, it actually takes four generations for them to get there and back. So it's just a very incredible insect. The fact that you know it'll leave, say, Buffalo to try to go south to Florida. But that that actual butterfly won't make it. You know, it'll end up having offspring halfway down, and then that offspring will make it maybe to Florida, and then that same that same little baby butterfly won't be able to make it all the way back to Buffalo for the next summer. It's just you know this. Wow. It's amazing. It just it's just really fascinating me. So and this song it's weird. It's such a heavy song, but um, so I, I just you know took a, a kind of an odd subject. To write about no i don't see i just i just got ch- good chills on my arms when you're talking about <laughs> that i'm serious because it's the, the way you talk about the butterfly because i mean th- you look at that the butterfly just as itself is such a um a metaphor for so much it's not even funny you know yeah, well you know it's more about you know it's really about the dedication of that you know 
of their natural instincts to to be able to do that and like sacrifice just to get south. Um, you know, it's it's kind of inspiring. Now you said up there was it in Ontario that you see a huge rush of monarchs? Yeah, I remember growing up in Ontario. There was always in the summer, like you know, I never even knew what they're called back then, but just the orange and black butterflies everywhere. It was pretty amazing. Well, see, I re- I rarely see that here. This is that's kind of sad, but yeah, I, you know, I don't know if I if you see them as much in uh, in Ontario as much, but uh, yeah, it might be something that's kind of dying off. But um, yeah, it's a great memory I have from childhood. Now, are you guys all from Ontario? No, three of us are from Toronto. Steve's from uh, just outside of Detroit. Really? Yeah. Gotcha. So um, that's interesting. Wow. So how did you guys get over to Detroit to meet Steve? <laughs> like, we, you know, you know just mutual friends in, in different bands and stuff introduced us to Steve. So um, it was a pretty easy fit, you know, and he's still, you know, he's close enough to the border where it was, uh, there was no culture, culture difference. Uh, so now, do you guys already got this playing on the radio? Yeah, it came out just uh, two weeks ago, two so weeks it's just starting ago. to get played now, which is good. And people seem excited about it, which is great. Oh, I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to. I can't wait to. I just can't wait to see this like all over the place because it's very needed. Like I said, it's um, it's just something me as like. Uh, if you were to answer, I love all music, all music I love, but yeah. inside of me is, is definitely that rock and roll, that basic rock and roll, you know what I yeah. mean? So to yeah. see something like this come back out, I was very excited for one, and um, I know a lot of people are, because the interesting thing, too, is like, I know so many bands, as, as you know, you'll agree, too, that they, they're doing this, but... They may not find the vehicle yet. They may not have gotten to where they need to be, but they're doing this. There's, like, tons of clubs, tons of bars. You know how many musicians are. You know, they're all over the place, especially, you know, Canada's just, like, here. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, the indie scene's healthier than it's ever been. But it's just just harder to to break through these days because there's just so much out there. Right. And, And it's just a different kind of playing field. And what I see is like there's so many, so there there are a lot of musicians that are going to be like <laughs> look this and go like yay, you know there we are. Like somebody kind of saying okay, come on, let's get back, you know, in order here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know, but and you guys were just putting music together, which is I think I just see on a whole nother level something happening. Like I'm looking as to see like how the whole industry is. I've been paying attention because it's kind of like wavy now, you know, yeah. like the old to the new, you know, and I see independent rising, which is beautiful because that's what I do, you know. Absolutely. And I think that's what needs to happen is you're going to see a ton of people and you already are on all, all, all spectrums being independent which is what is very much needed but still kind of working together with the models that are in place and kind of like changing it into something new absolutely i mean i think there's no rules anymore which is an amazing thing when you're talking about any business especially the music business because you're dealing with art um and the business should come second but you know it, it is a different a different model now and i think you know we're we're able to take advantage of that you know it's nice to be a band that's established but able to kind of go back to the independent side and you know and just do things the way we want to again it's amazing now um when i was thinking i I try not to look at too much i try not to look at too much or look into too much but burn burn it was interesting because i there are two things i came up with like when i was thinking about that title and um me i always tend to look deeper into what things really are but burn burn to me when you're saying the whole album has this transformative 
um, you know, newness about it. Um, I saw burn, burn as kind of like a, okay, we're going to burn all of this, which is not so much burn or get rid of it, but let's leave it there. Like say someone would burn a love letter, right? Like leave it there and let's come full, full circle. This is new. It's like rebirth. It's kind of like, you know, uh, letting go of the old and, and bringing the new and then you could take it as um, you know the simple like burn burn we're like burning a disc or music or making music and uh, I just I don't know what what your perspective was on the title because I really like it the, you know the title really um, comes from uh, it comes from a Kerouac quote in terms of uh, you know what you're saying again like the uh, the freedom element it's really Really touching on that, to be honest. Are you taking it from Burn, 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 like Fabulous Yellow Roman Candles? That's it. Oh, yeah. my God. That is my... F- you know what? Someone someone has to recite that for me someday when I pass from this world because that is just amazing, isn't it? Yep. I love that. Oh, my gosh. That's... No, I have that. I have that on my mind. I just... I love that quote. It's like, yeah, the only ones for me are the mad ones, desirous of everything. And that's Oh, it. gosh. I love that. That's it. Yep. So. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you got, you had it right on the head right at the beginning of this interview. It's, you know, the that whole freedom thing and that trying to, you know, live outside yourself. And, and, and it's that's that's really the, what this record's about, musically, spiritually, lyrically, everything. Well, you guys really did it. I mean, I really got to hand it to all of you, to Rain, Duncan, Jeremy, and Steve, because you guys are very cohesive. You're tight in, the music is tight, um, it, but it, it's without sounding like you know studio produced or anything like that it's just real kind of you know you're jamming it sounds like you're just jamming and putting it together but it it comes out sounding very tight which is really nice and um uh when i was looking at um oh with the paper moon lyrics um hey i had to ask you about this because i think i got your lyrics wrong i was trying to listen it it says i really like it it goes i was thinking if you know a way out then i'd like to go with you and we can it's not is it burn all our candles? We can, yeah, we can burn out like candles. Oh, we can burn out like moon. candles. Yeah. Gotcha. Burn out like candles under that paper moon? Yeah. Burn out like candles. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. So it's, it. I was thinking if you know a way, then I'd like to go, oh, oh no way out, right? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking if you know a way out, then I'd like to go with you and we can burn out candles, burn out like candles? Yeah. I like that a yeah. lot. It, yeah, it's, you know, it's just that song really is about, um, Kind of realizing at some point if you have that, you know, everyone has that moment and they're like, oh my God, I just got to get out of here. Whether you're at like a business thing or oh, yeah. a, some party or a wedding or something. You just, like, <laughs> wedding, yes. You, just die, you know, you just can't <laughs> deal with it. So that's, you know, it's about that perspective of like, how do I get out of here? And if you find someone that I can go with, it's even better, you know. No, no, I totally understand that. And you, you almost come to those times where, where, I know what you're talking about, where you're sitting there and you're kind of looking around and people are talking and you're like, I don't understand this yeah, anymore. Yeah, like, get me the hell out of here. I don't here. belong here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, my God. And uh, you guys, um, okay, so I want everybody to go to myspace.com, Our Lady Peace, go to ourladypeace.net, go yeah. to iTunes, Go to myspace.com, Rain Maida, R-A-I-N-E-M-A-I-D-A. That's for the spoken word in his solo projects. And what's the title of that? The Hunter's Lullaby. Hunter's Lullaby. And um, they're they're getting radio play now for Burn Burn, and Burn Burn will be out July 21st. They're going to play at Molson Park Canal Series, which is July 3rd. So I want everybody to get down there because it's going to be an awesome show. And... Uh, I wanted to um, 
I wanted to tell you that I'm very grateful for this interview today because it's, it's important to me coming from the time when you guys first started and being a fan of OLP and then seeing this resurgence, especially now when it's very needed. And I want to thank all of you because you're going to lend something really, really big to the scene that is really what, what it's screaming and dying for. You guys oh, are thank you. Thanks, I really appreciate no, it. No, I'm, I'm serious, and and uh, I'm just I'm just really happy. I, I look at something here that you were saying, um, again, with that, with that Gazette interview, that was a really good interview, you were saying, music doesn't always have to be political or socially conscious or start a revolution, because music's never changed the world. It's only changed people. But I see in saying it only changed people. That's a, that is such a wonderful thing because, like, think if you if you manage to change the, the thought process of, of one person. Wow, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, you gotta you know you have to kind of think of it that way, and that's 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 what you know community and and this this kind of life's about. It's about this this personal connection. So. Mm -hmm. And this is what you guys do here. So you guys hit them up, uh, OurLadyPeace.net. This is just. It's a, it's a great it's a great album. I absolutely love it. You guys are gonna love it. Um, get up to Molson Park. Is there anything you that you want to put out there, Rain, for everybody? No, I think you said it all. You know, any of those uh, websites, all that stuff's good. And come out and see the show too. Definitely come out, and um, they're gonna perform "Burn Burn," some tunes off of that. And you said you still do some. Do you still do like four four a.m. and Angels Losing Sleep in that? Definitely. Yeah. Oh we, my! I mean, yeah, God. all the songs that we love, and, cool. and I think that that people love from us. We. We uh, we're, we play them. We're not one of those bands that don't play the, the stuff that made us or got us to where we are. So you sound so grateful. You really do. I could tell in the tone of your voice and your energy. Just really grateful to no, be where you are. It's true. Yeah, I mean, we are. To be honest, we really we uh, we are grateful for. You know, we, we looking back on on when we started and 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 at the place we're at now. It's you can't help but be grateful. It's a pretty amazing uh, place to be. So, and it's really you know, end of the day, it's because of our fans. So. Um, we definitely want to give back. Well, I see you guys doing that, and um, the biggest thing about this is is that you're bringing back acoustics, raw vocals, live instruments, pure driven that rock and roll element, you know. And yeah. uh, I, I, for one, am grateful. And to Rain, Duncan, Jeremy, and Steve, I want to thank all of you uh, for this interview. And um, also, um, I did a review on the CD, so I'll put this out there for everybody. Everybody in Buffalo, you better be at Molson Park. And please, all the poets that I know, take a look at, at Rain's uh, website and um, check out his spoken word. And also... Uh, please let everyone know in the band that I'm very, very grateful, and I just want to thank you. I will. I'll pass it along, so thank you very much. Thank you. Great interview. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. You looked at me as you walked in the room Like the Red Sea, you split me open Somehow knew these wings were stolen All you did was save my life Tried to run, but I couldn't move Well, I paid for these concrete shoes But like the singer that sings the blues You saw hope in the hopeless I'm not dying All you did was save my life Pull me out of that flat line Put the heartbeat back inside Get me through I owe every breath to you Heart and soul
Yeah.